Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm Barb and Declan are here. And yeah. Hello. Um, hello. I'm yes. still thinking about that. I, I, I don't like champagne though. I prefer Prosecco. I'd be oh. excited. A lot about of people prefer Prosecco to yeah. champagne. Champagne is very biscuity. Kind yeah. of, yeah. I actually prefer champagne to Prosecco. Prosecco is too do. sweet for me. Yeah, no, I like Prosecco. So, I prefer Prosecco. Not that I have a lot of experience of either. I'm, that is know. a big fat That's lie. lie. I've That's a big, huge fat <laughs> lie. Yeah. Champagne. It's just such okay, a lie. Okay, so if you, uh, like, you know, if, if you go out together on a night, then, d- d- like, that must be difficult. What? Like, no, we just get a bite. No. <laughs> no, have you been in a okay. bar? A, a graceful solution. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, done. <laughs> which uh, leads us to our first question. Uh, very oppositely. Yes. I'm about to go on a first date with a guy I met online. And he's asked me if we can do a dry date, which sounds kind of disgusting to me about what it actually means, <laughs> i.e. where neither of us are drinking. I have to admit I'm not overly keen on the idea, as I only feel comfortable on a date after a few drinks. I don't need him to see me in the cold light of sobriety. Should I tell him that we have to go to the pub? What if he, what if he doesn't drink? Can I get away with having a few sips of wine before I go? This is like nagging in the bag job. <laughs> I'm glad you said that about because I had said, I had said, ooh, dry date, that sounds yucky. And then I thought, yeah. you can't say that, Barbara, when you just start. So I crossed it out and then you said it. So yeah, good. Um, yeah, do you know something? This, is, this letter is really interesting because when I read it first, my first reaction was which was like a visceral reaction was guys quite possibly an alcoholic and so therefore yes. uh, that's understandable that he wouldn't want to drink and then I suddenly thought just because the guy doesn't want to drink I've now decided he's an alcoholic like our whole <laughs> attitude to drink in this country oh, is mental yeah, so it's Irish. completely <laughs> mental and um, so I felt then deeply ashamed of my jumping to that conclusion um, so having said that the other thing that I think is well does is, is kind of a bit of a red flag and it uh, would be a little bit worrying is that she this the letter writer who I'm assuming is a woman says she doesn't want him to see her in the cold light of sobriety like that's kind of sad um, mm. and she's not comfortable on being on a date unless she's had a few drinks um, like I just thought that was kind of a little worrying like that she's she's enough as she is sober and she doesn't need a fella to have a big pair of beer goggles on him in order to appreciate <laughs> her whatever well, her but maybe it's insecurity on her like I know, I know loads of women who kind of feel that way to, like you know I know women always goes you have to spread away uh, spread out the crazy uh, if you're dating someone don't don't let them see all of that you know just um, <laughs> are you not but are you not crazy you mean yeah, yeah I mean I'm, now, having not been dating for an awfully awfully long time but are you not likely to be more crazy when you've had more alcohol and less crazy when you haven't had any alcohol. I think she's more worried that he's had a few drinks and so, uh, you know, and so yeah, he might see her in a better light and kind of ease him into her very poor self-image, it would strike me. Yeah, that's so, and I think that's the thing then that I couldn't get over. I was like, that's terrible. And I, I would imagine it's not that uncommon mm. that women do feel like that, that, you know, I need a bit of Dutch courage um, in order to even go on a date. But then the thing, the fact that she thinks that he doesn't need, he, he shouldn't be sober when he's seen her, I don't know, that whole thing just melted my brain. Um, so <laughs> I, I actually... Actually, a woman told me... <laughs> <laughs> uh, recently that she like wasn't going out with this fella uh, very long and then they kind of spent the night together but in the middle of the night she had to get up for a pee so you know she slipped out of the bed without waking him up uh, and went in for the pee and then thought what if he's awake when I, when I come out of the loo so she put her makeup on oh god because she didn't want him to see him without the makeup 
Oh, well, you see, I've just got into trouble on Twitter again uh, <laughs> for, for remarking about a show that was on uh, RTE, uh, one of these um, transform yourselves with style people yeah. uh, telling a woman that she needed to wear high heels in order to have confidence. You know, and it, like women are fed all this baloney. Confidence yeah. are bunions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, bunions are uh, again, an added, an added bonus yeah. extra. That's what gives you the confidence. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, and it's the same with makeup. I And I was hoping that during the pandemic that women might have kind of got more used to our naked faces uh, because I know like I used to be that I wouldn't go to the supermarket like if I didn't have my makeup mm. on in case I met somebody ridiculous nobody cares actually nobody cares but still a lot of people like yeah you know, I know down the school of a morning like they have oh, masks on but the eyes are fabulous yeah yeah know? yeah yeah no I I remember that is, as well. is, is that now with the, with the school one I think is, is a kind of a it's a mark of I have it together I'm organised yeah, I'm ready yeah, I'm yeah. not like well, flustered and I haven't arrived <laughs> I'm not an antidepressant <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I remember my, my personal experience <laughs> yeah. my personal experience of that uh, which are known as the, the what is it the, the Schoolgate Mafia but like a million years ago when I was collecting my two from school and there was a particular woman <laughs> who I used to chat to very glamorous like you said full mm. makeup hair always fab you know everything else like that on and we, we were talking about that one day about how we looked you know and uh, she, she and I said something like oh you always look so amazing and so fabulous and she goes oh yeah but so would you I mean, you've no makeup on. I had makeup on. Oh, my God. Yeah. I sculpted my joint. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, stop digging, Mrs. Yeah. So, yeah. We've, we've morphed this problem onto it, being about several it. others. It yes. It's about I us. have no advice for this one. Yeah. I don't know what to do. You know what it is? She's kind of listening to us go, oh, I wish it was all right with him now. You might yeah. sound boring. <laughs> um, but isn't it? He may have a point. He may have had a series of experiences where he did that they went out got rat arsed you know and everything was fabulous until the next morning when he thought I actually can't remember anything about this I woman. think that's for me is the problem this this the problem is and, and regardless of whether it's a, a guy asking a, a woman out for a date or whether it's two guys I think that trying to label what kind of date they're having in advance rather than creating that date and it so happens to be a dry date. There's something very kind of controlling about that. Now, I also How have the same thought. How do you create that if you end up at the pub? You're, going, you you're not having a drink. Yeah. paintballing or let's go for a walk up the mountain or let's go do for this. Coffee, so, you know, yeah. you, know you, you don't have to be so... Okay, it's yeah, just bit, It's a bit... Oh. You know, it's a bit mincy for me the way that they kind of like said, mincy. we're going to have a dry date that's and mincy. you're having a dry date and that's no, no, what no. we're having and it's a yeah. bit like... You know, What's it's just mincy? a bit... I just mean it's a bit... I can't find the words. The only word I can think <laughs> of is not, high heels. not fit for being broadcast. Okay, right. Well, okay. I was on it's high a bit heels anal to, to, and controlling. Yeah, 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 it's a bit controlling. And not in the bit, way you're thinking. There, yeah, just, there, it's a yeah. bit like, you know, dry date. Why does it even need a label? Why? It's like, you know, dry pubs as well. You know, why are these things? They, they don't exist. That's okay. just a label that you're creating in order to describe an experience that you think is a different experience from something else that you don't want. And I think, okay, if you don't want a wet date, well, oh. you know, <laughs> oh. that's fine. You know, I was else. bringing the children home on the car and I heard this filth on the radio. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, um, yeah. So, like, I think if you're a recovering alcoholic, or if you want to meet somebody without the uh, the intercession of our friend alcohol, then 
you don't have to be so didactic about it. It's a bit preachy mm. to go, let's yeah. go on a drive. D- create it. But we're going to go here and we're going to go there and that's what we're going to do. Are you into that? No. Okay, well, maybe we're not the right kind so, of fit for each other. are you saying to this woman, considering this is the first date with this guy who she's met online, she should run a mile? Yeah, because it's, that's automatically, oh, okay. it, she's feeling that. It's nothing to do with alcohol unless they both have alcohol problems, um, which that's, the, that's not the question they're asking. The question they're asking, she's going, is this going to be a pain in the... Or am I going to have fun with this guy? That's all it that's all it should be it's a first date it shouldn't be an IQ test it shouldn't be anything more than do we get along do we want to proceed and this guy's putting up the kind of you know in a real mm. kind of it, it feels wrong to me so run feels, a mile missus yeah because yeah. it's like she's not liking it yeah, but she says I'm about to go on a, he, and he asks can we do a dry date now I wonder does that mean he suggested something that doesn't involve alcohol and she's oh, freaking she's out probably, you know, there you go that's yeah. the taste well then I apologise to everybody involved <laughs> <laughs> including the audience I do think she needs to have a think about why she's not comfortable either oh, no, way yeah that's fine but, then, but know, as you mm. pointed out that at the, when you made your first point you say we in this country have yeah. Bella, and that's not just for her to resolve on her own she has to make her yeah. own journey obviously but we all have that problem we create our social events around being in bars or going for a drink and la 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 and sometimes we've nothing else to do in this country so grand fine but if she doesn't like the sound of that if that's down to that's just her previous that's the kind of social experience she wants some people like to go to the pub and hang out and listen to music and dance they don't want to go for walks on the beach and you know that's not what they want to do yeah they don't want to Uh, do that Eddie in Galway suggests that uh, maybe he's on antibiotics uh, but or pregnant? You know, from yeah, you could have told that. <laughs> yeah, he's pregnant. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, uh, <laughs> you'll be eating for three when you go yeah. out together. Uh, right. I was uh, taking my then. Go- this is a great one. I was that's taking good. my then girlfriend on a romantic getaway a few weeks ago to propose to her. I invited a few close friends to mark the occasion. I had every last detail planned out and it was going perfectly. I thought she'd be really surprised, but she didn't seem to react much. Though thankfully she accepted. It turned out, she told me after, that my best mate told her the plan beforehand for the crack. She's saying she doesn't mind, but I'm actually really mad at my friend for telling her. He thinks it's all a big laugh. But I don't think it's okay. And I'm wondering if he did it because he is single and jealous. Should I call him out? <laughs> the label here exploding. Yeah. When I first read this, this, my then girlfriend, I thought that this Uh-oh. had turned out really yeah, badly. But obviously yeah. you mean that she's moved on to, to her. To be a fiancé. Yeah. With two E's. Um, look, it's, the, the, the problem here is that your best friend, your so-called best friend, have done something in your direction. Um, and you are not happy with that and you're not able to turn around to that friend and say, why did you do that? You're putting this, is it because he's single and jealous? Who cares why he did it? What he did wasn't very nice. That's that's a fact. That's a fact. Not, not because... Um, there's anything to discuss and of course you could discuss everything about engagements and all that. we could have a big long philosophical rant and I have many times about engagements and all that kind of stuff but the reality of it is is that anybody living in the 22nd century whatever we're in right now <laughs> knows that people get in- engaged and it's meant to be a surprise yeah. and ruining that surprise is a really mean thing to do it's mean spirited yeah. And it's not nice. And that's what that guy did. Call him out. And of course, you should, you should be raging with them. He didn't just do it to you. He also did it to your then girlfriend slash present oh, fiance. fiance. And that's a moment that, you know, I don't know how many more moments you're planning on having in your life. <laughs> but that's a special moment that he's gone and, you know, made his moment. 
Uh, yeah, well, the, the girlfriend's saying she doesn't mind. I'd, I'd yeah, but like to know what that, that means. Say. Yeah, that's maybe like, she doesn't oh, want to cause no. a row. Oh. But this guy may nice. be like best man material, mother of God. Oh, Can you imagine that speech? I think he has just shot himself yeah, out, that's out, what out I of being too. a best man. I mean, yeah. you know, I agree with you, Declan. I think what he did was really mean. And yeah. as you said, it's the kind of moment you only do once. You're not going to get back again. And he kind of, you know, peed all over it. And uh, yeah, I would absolutely call him out. Definitely, I don't think he's, I don't think he's best mate material. Or mm. never mind, I best think man he's material. I think the problem is he's not very however, mature. However. Oh. I would like to say something about the fact that this guy had the idea of bringing his girlfriend, then girlfriend, on a romantic getaway to propose to her and then decided to bring all his mates as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. there is yeah. a kind well, of a like, there, what were you doing? I invited a few close friends to mark the occasion. So they obviously oh, went right, along okay. as well. I'm thinking like... Maybe they had a dance organised. I'm not... Yeah. Ex- I'm not <laughs> the ex- lads. And a dance. Go on, do your flash yeah. mob dance. I'm not excusing the behaviour of the of the mate because that was inexcusable. Yeah. But I would query his... Uh, why he thought he needed an audience um, to mm. propose to the girlfriend when it do was meant to be... Do you own Instagram, Barbara? Yeah, no, I do people own think Instagram. They need an I audience know for everything. Yes, yeah. I know. But at the same time, I just think that, you know, he, he, I just don't understand what his logic was in inviting the friends around. I think but it's just childishness. It's, it's it's lack of life experience. It's not recognising that these things which seem trivial to you because it's not all about you. So this guy just decided to insinuate himself into something that wasn't meant to be about him and he mm. wasn't able to be a supporting character in somebody's big moment. And that is something that, you know, a lot of people don't have the maturity to recognise that what you think is gas at the time isn't actually gas and you've actually done psychic damage had... to something and that's kind of cruel. I just had a thought. <gasps> don't do that, Barbara. Say, say the friend who was... The main oh. thing. Oh no! Oh. Okay, I doom, love these doom, ones doom, though. Yeah, doom, doom, doom. yeah. <laughs> Say oh, he deliberately did that, oh, and no, the girlfriend is, doesn't really mind, mind because, because she actually doesn't re isn't really committed to this engagement because her eye has been turned by your man, who's the big joker. I oh, know. Could that be? Oh, no. Could that be a thing? That's, could that no. be a thing? Or maybe something happened. You never know. Oh, Between them, yeah, maybe. It's possibly. Yeah, well, of course, it's possible. But yeah. I, I, no, I just and, think it's like it's kind of a simple thing. It's like uh, you know. I suppose that the anomaly is that she's not annoyed or or, or whatever. What? But then again, may, I mean, what I mean in this story, the guy is, is unsure whether he should be annoyed with his friend for telling his girlfriend that a proposal is about to happen. In my world, sometimes the decision to get married shouldn't be a surprise for one of the two people getting married. It should be yeah. like, a, you know. So from this instance, it's just this, the proposal is a thing. And that's why I was talking about what a proposal is meant to mean rather than what I think about proposals. I'm saying that a proposal is meant to be, uh, oh, I was so surprised on the side of the beach or the mountain and my hair was all windswept and the whole crew of them were doing their dance and it got onto Instagram and now it's viral. You know, that's just what people expect and that's great, but your man ruined it. That's all, you know. And I'm going, he. Yeah. I just still don't He's understand why she boy. isn't annoyed as well. Yeah, well I think yeah, she yeah. would be annoyed. John says, sounds to me like that friend told the girlfriend about the engagement when he was in bed with her. Uh, yeah, so uh, see, he's gone straight of, there yeah, uh, Katie says loads of people bring friends to a proposal it's a mm-hmm. nice way to have family and friends be part of it once the proposal goes well which which again is, in a modern way I thing, is the it? proposal yeah. is kind of you know it's like on the cards as opposed to I met you last week on a, on a dry date Sometimes and I'm, I'm glad I'm very old to know that yeah, yeah no, why do people always need an audience yeah, for stuff and it know? has to be a big Hello? gesture Hello? everybody listening yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, like if you're just about 
to say to someone, let's spend the rest of our life together, yeah. but you're not secure in that relationship to have like, a, you know, to spend the evening by yourself. Yeah. So then yeah. That's not a good sign. Yeah. 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 No, you see, Especially if your best man is doing it with your fiance as well. Uh, anyway, you are listening to the Moncrief Show on Newstalk. We do have to take a break. After that, ooh, an embarrassing pregnancy announcement. Moncrief on Newstalk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cents. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on New Stock. Barbara and Declan are still with us. Uh, the last question that uh, they were dealing with was uh, this one about uh, my best friend ruined the proposal by telling my uh, uh, f- uh, uh, about to be fiance in advance about the proposal. Cormac says, a couple of days after I proposed to my now wife, I asked my best mate to be best man. He told me he'd already agreed when I drunkenly asked him to be best man a couple of weeks ago. I had and still have absolutely no memory of asking him, uh, says Cormac. <laughs> uh, I hope you asked your wife before that incident. Uh, John says, lads, my best friend did the same thing to me when I proposed. The reason being was he didn't know if she wanted to marry me. And he wanted to make sure so I didn't make a fool of myself. My best friend was just looking out for me as my best friend. Ooh. Mm. I just think that's, I think that's like stepping outside your, your zone and being like, you know, overly involved in somebody else's life. That's not. It bros before hose a bit there. Uh, uh, Joe says, funny internet <laughs> trend is to go down on one knee in romantic locations, the Eiffel Tower, etc. The girlfriend covers her mouth with excitement. Then the fella ties his shoelace, stands up and carries on like nothing happened. What? I don't know. That's what does a that th- mean? I don't know. It's he falls something. over if he ties his shoelaces together. No, he, no, his own shoelaces that she thinks he's kneeling down to propose, but he's only kneeling down to tie his shoelaces. <laughs> and that's a that's hilarious internet that's trend. So cruel. People yeah. are weird, that's aren't mean. they? All for kicks and likes. That's just very weird. Mean. There you go. There's some content yeah. for your Instagram. Here's, here's more. I, I've largely the same stuff. Same. My wife and I are ready to announce that she's expecting our second child. She had her first baby during the pandemic and says she missed out on the fanfare she would have liked for it during that time. Now, not only does she want to start planning a massive baby shower where we wear flower crowns, but she wants to do a full pregnancy photo shoot pretty much naked and post the pictures to all her friends and family and wants me to take part. She says she wants to beat all the others doing pregnancy announcements on social media. I don't want to mess with a hormonal woman, (laughs) but is there any way I can talk her down? I think it's no is probably the answer there. Yeah. I, I think so. I mean, if this woman has really said she wants to beat all the others who are doing preg- pregnancy announcements on social media, I think this guy is screwed. He better grab his flower crown and start smiling because I can't see how he's going to get out of this. I mean, you know, it comes back to what we were talking about earlier about Instagram in particular. Um, and this is the conversation he probably needs to have with his wife. Like Instagram is full of curated nonsense, like nothing on Instagram. Well, very little of it is actually real. Do you know, Mm. I mean, people go to enormous lengths to curate their content, particularly those who have large followings. And it's not real, like from the kind of like my perfect house, my perfect makeover, my perfect pregnancy announcement, my perfect kids, my perfect life. It it isn't it isn't reality. Um, The other thing that I'm kind of like, Kind of, and again, it comes back to something you said earlier, Declan, about people's lack of life experience. I mean, this woman is on her second pregnancy. My yeah. experience is that is nobody cares. Yeah, nobody's actually going yeah. to really care that much. You've already had your first baby. You're on your second <laughs> baby. Like, well, yeah, so what? Um, so I would worry also that she's setting herself up for a fall. In other words, if this is how she wants to get the fanfare and the reaction that she thinks she missed out 
on during the pandemic. The problem with Instagram and doing something like this, doing the big like the pregnancy photo shoot and whatever, whatever, you can get an awful lot of abuse as well. So, you know, you may not get the fanfare that you're planned for, that you're working towards. And that would worry me a little bit as well. So I do think that uh, um, although I know I I hear what he's saying about hormonal woman and he doesn't want to kind of, you know, upset her. But at the same time, there would be a few things here that would worry me. One of them is, is, is you know, her getting a re- getting the wrong reaction and getting a reaction that actually won't not just not measure up, but actually be negative. And I think that could be that yeah, could be hard. Yeah, I think I think, yeah, that, that's part of what I responded to as well. But the first instance, just in general, talking about the Instagram thing, obviously it's fake as whatever. And we know that. But I think, unfortunately, the, the curated and the the ridiculous and the overly um, produced images can be rewarded. People oh, yeah. reward them through their little clicks and their likes and all that. So mm. people, even if they, people are smart enough to know there's something kind of fake about it, they still know that there is a, like some kind of a reward to get out of it. I wonder what it is this woman actually wants because she sounds quite... Um, like the, the, I want to beat everybody else. Does she mean she wants to get more attention than Rihanna's one the other day? Or, like, is that is that what she's saying? Like, well, it's probably friends, I imagine. Yeah, she's so probably at the age where everyone's it, having like, babies. So yeah. that level of, I want to beat those people... That's just a bit like that's there's something psychologically off there. Faulty. You know, where she's not focusing on her own kind of happiness. And she's focusing on kind of just <laughs> Sorry, your wife's crazy. That's yeah, a, <laughs> I mean, a bit crazy. I mean I Well uh, yeah, I mean I would worry about it. Uh, you know, I, I would worry about somebody I mean she's obviously gonna spend if she's talking about a massive or her uh, pregnancy photo shoot. Now there uh, is a culture of all that that she's like she's she's buying into a culture that's that was created by people like the Kardashians and as I said Rihanna did one just the other day where she announced she's pregnant and they got a lot of attention so people who want attention see these tactics and they go I'm going to get a bit of that fair enough a lot of people do it Irish influencers do that kind of stuff and they do get a lot of attention and they even get paid for it so you go okay maybe that's what her angle is if she's already an influencer and that's what she's doing it's kind of her job and you go you know that's different but I have a feeling she isn't I think you would have said that tying people into your own stuff if they don't want to come into yeah. it, is a bit. It's a bit. And if kinda. she doesn't get the react, if she puts all this amount of money and energy and time and creativity into producing the photo shoot or whatever, and she doesn't get the clicks and likes. And she doesn't get the clicks and likes that she like. Then you'll have a hormonal woman that exactly. you're going to be. Then you've got a problem. So you know, I would I would say he does need to sit down and have a chat and just find out, like what. Why is she craving this kind of attention, which is not real and which could easily go the other way? Mm. You know? That's a difficult conversation. It's a big you'd, conversation. You'd wonder though, like you've she's had her first child. That's an all-consuming yeah. experience, yeah. and you're knackered, and and you've got this human being depending on you, and, and no matter how much you can describe that in advance, there's nothing like yeah. experiencing it. So what was missing from that experience that she now needs to do a bloody I photo think show? Her her, I think yeah. it's probably her. She's been a, a, like a new mother for however long this first child is around. And now suddenly there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a gap between being the all-consumed mother and the new one arriving and her generating a little bit of like, you know. Glamour. Yeah, on herself. Which I understand that. I kind of go, but this is a very, it's a very elaborate way of, of just 
getting also, a bit of me it's attention. It's also kind of a dangerous, you know, because as I say, it could so easily go wrong on her. If she's not an influencer with a following already, she mightn't get the clicks and likes that she thinks she's going to get. Mm. You know? So should he say that to her? I think he should. I really do think he should say it to her. Now, I know it mightn't go down well. <laughs> no, you're just being negative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But why don't you I love know, me anymore? It's also kind of like, you know, are we being a little bit kind of bow humbuggy kind of, you know. Are we? Because we just don't understand it. Yeah, maybe maybe he just, it's a bit of crack to her and she's going, ah, no, it's just a bit of gas, you know. Me no, with me belly out and, you know. I Yeah, I don't get that it's a bit of gas and she will have a bit of crack. And I mean, you you know, you can do a kind of a, you know, a satirical kind of a thing, you know, shooting, you know, taking your, what's it, just sending yourself up. Mm. Uh, but I don't think she's taking this terribly seriously and that's because what Because there is a kind me. of a culture of it out there that she's yeah. just getting a bit of it, I think. But it's just one of those things you go, I often feel sorry know. for new mothers actually nowadays, young women. With the baby showers and the gender yeah, reveals. Yeah, so much. And, and the... I mean, you know, I mean, I was, when, when I was pregnant, it, when I was going through having small kids, having my kids and being pregnant, there were baby showers um, and all that. But they were private events between you mm. and your friends. They yeah. weren't all shared all over. There's this she who shares quite a bit, but they weren't shared all over the place. And I, you weren't looking for to see how many people were viewing it and how many people liked it and how many people commented on it. And that's where it starts to get... Uh, you know a bit Which is, scary that's where the dysfunction of social media is on yeah. and that's a, a but I think young women as well as the co- the whole baby shower and the whole announcement and all that you see so many young women on social media who are you know mothers and they make it all look so effortless and there's no way <laughs> it is effortless do you know what I mean the babies are always fabulous they're always out you know jogging or walking in the park and it's all wonderful mm. you rarely see like the baby just threw <laughs> you can't up all smell over on Instagram yeah, that's really one yeah, the baby that. just <laughs> threw up all over <laughs> myself or you know did a, a, a big poo in his nappy that went all the way up his back and into his hair and yeah. all that kind of messy yeah. stuff. Just face him that way. You don't uh, see it. And hold your breath. Uh, the uh, <laughs> Martin and Galway says, tell her to cop onto herself. That always works, Martin. That's that really, right. that's, that's a surefire way of solving yeah. this particular problem. Yeah. Uh, D says, pregnancy announcements, announcements these days don't seem to exist unless it's plastered across social media. What happened to being a, a quiet moment, private moment for you as a new family? That's I don't know. the same way as proposals. Yeah. All gone to hell. Are uh, Declan and Barbara watching celebs go dating on E4? I don't what know do if that's think? got any relevance to anything we've been talking about. The answer is no anyway. Yeah, me too. No, no. but I thank you no. for the tip. Thanks, yeah. I, I decline yeah. at this moment. I'm good. Uh, babies are like weddings. Absolutely no one cares about your planning. Tell them you're pregnant, then disappear until the baby is born and you're all safely out the other side. Oh, and be prepared uh, for uh, the push present demands. Baby shower, give me strength. Congratulations, says Claire. <laughs> Uh, The pregnant lady clearly feels that no fuss was made of her during the first pregnancy, which is fair enough. It must have been very strange to have no visitors. Maybe have a big christening. That's probably a fair point. It was during the pandemic. Maybe he couldn't even be in there or that kind of stuff. I get get all of that. And that that definitely is a thing. I don't get, and I can remember this clearly from, again, when when you have a new baby, the last thing you want really, other than your very best friends, is people visiting you that you have to get up and make tea and, you know, make yourself look halfway presentable (laughs) Mm. and have a shower and wash your hair and all that kind of stuff. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Last one. This is a quickie. Uh, uh, This is like a dry date, if you like. My sister has come into the family as bisexual. I'm delighted for her, but our parents are really old-fashioned and traditional and have voiced their concerns mainly to each other. They didn't really say anything to her when she told us. My sister is planning to bring her girlfriend to meet the family, but I'm a bit nervous about that as I still live in the family home and I've heard uh, my parents be really dismissive about the relationship behind my sister's back. They've even complained that they want her to find a potential husband instead. 
Is there a way I can try to bring them around, ideally without my sister finding out? I don't want her feelings to be hurt. She knows what they are like, but she thinks they are on board. Do you know, when I read this one, I, 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 like I had a thing in my head, but then reflecting on one of the answers we gave earlier on about the, 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 the best man who got involved with the, the, the proposal. This is like one of those situations. Her, this letter writer's emotions about what's going on between the dynamic between her sister and your, your shared parents is their relationship. You can have a thought about it, but sticking your oar in isn't necessarily being very helpful. I think what's happening here is that you might have information that you think is important to the situation, but your sister also has information that's, you know, relevant to you that isn't something that necessarily needs to be shared. Uh, when it comes to coming out to people, like I'm, I'm not speaking for everybody's experience of coming out, but I do think that the first stage is you just want to get the information out there so mm. you can actually just be yourself and do your own thing. Your sister is moving along in that journey with or without your parents. Your parents can have all their snidey little opinions about all she needs is a good man and all that kind of stuff. That's a waste of their time and it's it's a reflection of their thinking rather than something that's going to ever become into the light of day. So I think what both of them need to do, the the parents and the sister who wrote this letter and just step back and let the sister just do their Ooh, thing. I actually, yeah, I'm not sure I totally, 100% agree Okay, I'd like to hear why. Uh, because I think number one is the letter writer, the sister who's at home, because she's living at home, is possibly being party to conversations or overhearing conversations yeah, so well, yeah. that are not really for public, uh, mm. like that the parents know are not things that they would say out in public. But they're, And the parents are grappling with this new reality in their lives. And she's got a ringside view, which is probably skewing her opinion of what's going to happen when the, the sister brings the girlfriend around for dinner. Um. But I do think that there is um, there is a need for the sister to maybe, well, not a need, but I think it might be nice if she could help the parents come to terms with this reality. I mean, I do think that, you know, people, older people who grew up in a really conservative Catholic Ireland, this is like a, a big kind of move around to get their head around. And most parents, I think now get there but they might need a little bit of help so I think if she wants to be helpful by all means have conversations with the parents let them voice their concerns or their whatever so that she can work through them if that's what she wants to do I do think also it might be useful for her to maybe flag it a little bit to the sister um, you know in other words it mm. might be a bit I would suspect the sister knows the that exactly. she knows what they're like but I mean, that's exactly yeah, what but, I was, that's my point the, that, the, the sister knows but I think her parents yeah, I don't think they're not... in a fixed place I think the parents yes, their, yes, journey yes, isn't, yeah. that their journey isn't the sister's journey and I think it's really important for people who've just come out not to, Im- not to not to embed their entire life experience in somebody else's journey no, I because get that's that. just a waste of emotion yeah. and it has it's fraught with so many emotional letdowns and consequences that you may be not ready for right but now but do you not think that and I, I get all that and I accept all that but do you not think that if it's premature in bringing home the girlfriend because the parents are still kind of grappling with stuff Mm. that the the sister who's the, the bisexual sister might appreciate being told listen maybe hang on on that come over for dinner let's have another chat maybe hang on and bring in the girlfriend because it'll make the girlfriend feel really uncomfortable for another little while yeah, I, I guess, where, of course, the, the, the bottom because, line Because, you is, know, a, a gay and bisexual people aren't used to meeting people who are completely uncomfortable yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I it'll think, be a totally new with, experience for her. With the parents, I think if the parents are decent human beings, they're not going to create 
this scenario. They'll, yeah. they'll keep their shtum, they keep yeah. their opinions to themselves, and maybe that's all that needs to happen. That's all I meant. That's yeah. probably all that needs to happen. Their own education is their own problem. And if they don't choose to be educated about their child who's revealed something about them, then... I just think that if the two of them are coming from the same background, they're only reinforcing their own prejudices if, with each other. So they need somebody else to come in and help them to negotiate the road ahead. A little bit. I think, uh, I think it's time like, will do it. I think, yeah, anyway, I think the sister's yeah. experiences should be that she should just be visibly and audibly supportive of her bisexual sister yes. in front of the parents when those conversations are happening. That's what she can do. Yeah. But apart from that, it, I don't think it's her place to get any more tactically involved because it's not her journey. Yeah, and as Martin and Gower would say, tell them to cop themselves on. It's, the, it's always <laughs> the best the solution. Uh, Barbara and Declan, love to have you both back in the studio again. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break. After that, whatever happened to Siegfried and Roy? Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.